Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. And this is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Good morning, Lyle. Morning, Mon. How's it going? Terrible. What? Awful. No. I have nothing to be thankful for. Shut up. Sure you do. No, I have nothing to be thankful How for. How is that even? You just had an entire weekend, Lyle Southwell. My life is, my life is not worth living. We're going to have to fire Lyle. I'm sorry, Producer I'm suffering Shell. from... I have broken the 10th commandment. <laughs> Wait, what's the 10th commandment? D- uh, d- adultery? Now, now <laughs> <laughs> Get that's your the, wife on the that's phone. That's the 7th, Mon. Oh, my bad. Teal? Lie? No, no. Man, how do I not know what the 10th no. commandment is? I'm blanking. Oh, covered. Yes. What do you what what what? I need a dozer. I need a buy oh. a bulldozer. I saw one yesterday. It was back for sale. To tools. And I need it. <laughs> no, Lyle. everyone needs a dozer, don't they? I don't even know what a dozer is. A bulldozer. What you need a bulldozer for? Who doesn't need a bulldozer? Me, me, I don't need a bulldozer. Why not? Most of the people listening to the show don't need a bulldozer. Their lives are perfectly happy in the knowledge that they don't have a no, bulldozer. No, I saw a bulldozer for sale, and I need to buy it. How much is it? It's $3,000. Oh, that's not bad for yeah, yeah, a dozer. I was kind of I'd small. let you buy that. And, antique. But it runs. <laughs> antique. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Is this a functioning dozer or is this it's purely- It's a functioning. It's, it, said, but- it said on the piece of paper that it was functioning. Is this something you're just going to park in your, in your front lawn, right, as a, like an aesthetic lawn? No. Like, instead of no. getting a garden gnome, you want like a garden dozer, don't you? I can see the look on your face. You're like, yeah, that's kind such of. a good idea. <laughs> I can't believe you just. I think we just talked ourselves into buying a dozer. I give you permission. All right, you can I'll have one at your house. All right. So if you want to donate to Lyle's dozer fund, <laughs> where did this just go? So instead of talking about dozers this morning, we need to remind all of our listeners that you are actually listening to the delayed broadcast. And so if you want to listen to the live show, use the TuneIn app or go to faithfm.com.au. Do you, all we have to do now, Lyle? Yes, is, is, by dozer is is just call your wife and tell her that she has a gratitude story. She should be grateful. She's getting a new dozer for her. <laughs> <laughs> I think I deserve a dozer. What, what do you mean you deserve a dozer? Yeah, I deserve one. What, what good have you done recently? Yeah, blank. blank. <laughs> I've got a bunch of good news coming up. People doing amazing stuff. Lyle isn't on the list of people doing amazing good stuff, but he still thinks he needs a dozer. Stay tuned. Show starts now.
back to Faith FM. You're here on The Breakfast Show with Lyle and Mon. I am going to kick this thing off with a clue for our first quiz of the week. This is our first breakfast Bible quiz. I'm very excited. I just went all out and I got a really hard one. And uh, But you know what? It's a hard one, so I also picked a really, 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 really good prize for it. But let me give you the first clue, and then you can think about it while I tell you what the prize is. So this is a what am I quiz, and the first clue is this. You were not to have steps that led to this. Mm-hmm. You were not to have steps that led to this. If you know what the answer is, you can give us a call. Our number is 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843, or you can text your answer 0491 and uh, we'll send the prize, which today is a really beautiful book. Lyle has it correct, and it's the lower one of those, Lyle, just in case you're wondering which spelling. (laughs) That's why I wrote both spellings down. (laughs) A word that can be spelt two ways. There is your second clue for the day. It actually can't be. They're two different. One's a verb and one's a noun. And uh, Whatever. Yeah, anyway. Not, the same word. There's no two ways to spell this. Same word. Anyway, our book today that we're giving away, it's called Be Exultant. Uh, it's praising God for his mighty works. It's a really great study um, on the book of Psalms, uh, Psalms 90 to 150 to be exact. And uh, so this is all about, um, you know, praising God and being exultant in your life and and just getting some of that positivity that you can get from the Bible. So really wonderful book. Uh, we can give it away if you can tell us the answer to the quiz this morning. Have you read this book before, Lyle? Uh, no, I haven't. It's really pretty, isn't it? Be exultant. Oh, Lyle's handing me a picture. Is this the dozer? Uh-huh. Lyle, that is actually super cute. <laughs> that is awesome, so cute. What era is I that have, from? I have never heard the word cute and ransom used in relationship to a dozer before. I'm not really sure what you, era it is. It's it's obviously very old. It looks like the 1960s space age. 50s, 60s, yeah. somewhere that yeah. era. It's got a ransom motor in it. It's totally beatnik. I um, love it. <laughs> it is. It's just awesome. It is, it is actually I, super cute. I showed cute. this one to my wife and she's like, yeah, that's totally awesome. Yeah, it is. It is a cute little dozer. I'm totally dubious that this thing actually works. Well, it says on the it said on the piece of paper that it runs. Lyle, don't yes. buy it until you've test driven it, alright? Because I'm just not sure it's going to work. It I think I should ring the guy just to do a test drive. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. It's, imagine, I imagine, the, imagine the havoc I could wreak all over the backyard if I had a dozer. Oh, are you, would you be allowed to do that? <laughs> are you going to get in trouble for Could doing I that? Could I stop from doing that if I had I a like dozer? how it has this long, long arm that comes all the way down the side of the dozer. Like that's, it goes that's right unusual. Around. It, right. Yeah, it wraps right around. That's right, wraps unusual. Wraps around, around the entire dozer and uh, goes out to the dozer blade. And the depth of the cut on the blade is adjust, adjusted by two sort of little uh, pads mm-hmm. that, um, that run along the surface of the ground. It's just, it's unique. And it's, 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 a, unique. it's an adorable baby blue with red wheels and a red seat and black knobs. And <laughs> it's really quite sweet. Okay. <laughs> you, you just go. destroyed it. I don't want a doze anymore. <laughs> I can't buy it. You don't like baby blue? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very manly baby blue. Yeah, uh, speaking With of- red uh, wheels and brown dirt colored tracks. Yeah, whatever. Uh, speaking of manly stuff, Lyle. Yes. Uh, your wife is feeling a little bit sick this morning. Yes. And so I offered to make her one of my jellyfish juice shots. 
yes. to help her feel better, to get some extra nutrients in there. Yes. Now, and uh, while you're talking about that, I have a story that I'd love to share no, with you No, it's my morning. turn to do stories. And guess who manned up and offered to do a shot with his wife? So I've got a little cup here for you, Lyle, sitting in front of you. And like I've been very nice. I've just put a tiny, tiny bit of water in the bottom of a cup. And then I've added only a teaspoon of my, of my superfood nutrient-dense greens. Mud. So, for those of you who are wondering, this is powder, and it's powdered um, spirulina, chlorella. I'm reading the ingredients, be quiet, Lyle. Spirulina, chlorella, alfalfa grass, barley grass, wheatgrass, beetroot, rosehip, spinach, purple dulce seaweed, peppermint leaf, green stevia leaf, and AFA, which is a really long word that comes from algae. Um, Algae. Or something like that. I'm not sure. It's harvested wild from the upper Kalmath Lake. That's what You're going to make me think algae from some scrape at the bottom of some lake somewhere. This is is the word. Afanifosakwe. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. If you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't need to drink it. Well, it's AFA, so. And it comes from Lake... Upper Lake, Upper Kalmuth Lake, yes. harvested wild, whatever that even is. In other words, it's a mixture of stagnant pond anyway, water. Anyway, bottoms and up, raw Lyle. Sewage. Bottoms up. Come on, drink it up. Drink it up. I didn't make it for nothing. This stuff is expensive. Give it a little swill. Yeah, pass. See, your wife is like, come on. She got it down in one. You can't say pass. Look at the price tag on that. Ooh, that's right. Now you're drinking it. And then, <laughs> see, I was even nice. I gave you, I gave you some orange juice to like to help. Help send it down on its way because you, you know it does leave a horrible all right, all right, taste. Right, we'll give this a go. We'll give this a go. Here it goes. Here it goes, guys. It's going, 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 <laughs> going, 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 going. <laughs> don't spew, Lyle. Please don't spew. <laughs> the worst friend. <laughs> His face is all contorted. <laughs> are you? Are your eyes watering, Lyle? Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. Now who's manned up? Huh? <laughs> beyond disgusting. It's funny because I sit here every morning and drink that quietly, and here you are making a big. The blue, <laughs> you can't even see. <laughs> it's good for you, Lyle. You should um, you should actually put some more water in that and like shake it around and get the rest of the residue. It's really good for you. Look, like you're reaching for stuff. You don't even know what you're reaching for. I don't know what I want. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? <laughs> he's like, something in my mouth. he's grabbing it, something. stuff all over the table. He grabbed the milk carton. He grabbed the empty bowl. Are you trying to get the orange juice? Oh no! Oh look, he's put some milk. You put some milk in there. Oh, you said, to, well, I didn't have any water. You said to swish oh, it I around and get the rest of it. It's kind of expensive. And for what it's worth, I probably should um, <laughs> get some <laughs> super like green nutrients into it. Well, while you're, oh, look at that. That's just, I, I never would have thought to suck milk in it. That's gross. It's not bad. Anyway, anyway, Lyle's, Lyle's going to be a good old Aldi soy milk right Good there. on you Problem for supporting solved. your wife while she's feeling yeah. sick. For better, for worse, sickness and health. Isn't that what that's all about, the whole marriage thing? Lyle, I want to tell you a really cool story. This is actually a good news story about radio. Uh, so this is a really cool. So since um, South Sudan Civil War, that began in 2013, um, I'm sure you know uh, like about a million uh, people have fled to neighboring Uganda from South Sudan. And, um, and you know, but this is never like a, a problem solution. So, you know, when you have refugee camps, refugee camps come with their own, um, you know, suitcase full of problems. And so they continue to face tensions even now. It's even, you know, it's been like, what, um, six years. Uh, so between the both the ethnic groups and, uh, you know, the host communities, um, they have a lot of issues. But there's one refugee camp. It's called the Bitty Bitty Refugee Camp. And a group of refugee reporters um, created a radio program that is broadcasting hope. So this is really cool. So it's actually just a 30-minute radio, radio program 
Um, and all the reporters, they're, uh, they're from various refugee camps across Uganda, um, have been transmitting these, these 30 minute programs. Um, and they're all on the one topic. So they're all in peace building between refugees and host communities. So the program, uh, is broadcast on MBS, so Morobo Broadcasting Services. So you can probably actually find that online and listen to it. Um, they often focus on stories that deal with religious harmony, with women and peace building, and, uh, and a special focus on youth, which is really cool because what they do is they go out and they, and they ask the youth, you know, what kind of message they want to follow, um, pass on to their fellow colleagues concerning peace. And so these kids will actually actually go out and think well you know if i'm going to talk on the radio about peace building what can i say and so they start acting out peace building in their lives they can actually have something to say and um it's it's creating a unifying and reconciliatory uh kind of atmosphere and uh and these messages that sort of promote uh unification and reconciliation are just at the center of it all it's just incredible and uh, so these reporters, they start moving through the camps as well. And because of, you know, the, 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 the nature of the work and that, that they get to talk to many people all at once, they're also helping refugees reconnect with each other. Um, so a lot of them, you know, the, the, there's been a lot of displacement. They've, uh, families have lost each other or one person out of the family is missing. Um, you know, when the, when the war broke out, you know, people would just scatter to run away. And, uh, and so even though it's been six years, you know, they're not all been reunited. And uh, we know from other stories, of war and refugee camps that sometimes families never are reunited. Um, so this is this is actually tackling that as well. Mm. Uh, the radio has given them an excellent opportunity to reunite uh, people, reunite families, and um, and yeah, and continue to spread spread. Um, I guess you know peace and unity uh, in amongst the refugee camps and. Because it is radio, it actually goes out to the broader Ugandan community, and so that the host communities are listening as well. And it's just created like a wonderful atmosphere amongst the Bidi Bidi refugee camp there in um, in Uganda. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. The power of radio. <coughs> the pa- like if just all it takes is just a few people to say, do you know what? Let's make a change. Let's make a difference. What can we use? Mm-hmm. What, what do we have at our fingertips that we can use to connect with people, to connect people together and to create harmony where we are right now? King of Babylon, bow your knees The writing's on the wall Your kingdom's days are numbered And it's just about to fall Your gods of silver, bronze and gold Can't save your soul at all So king, you better sing some praise to heaven The writing's on the wall Now once in Babylon A king upon his throne let wine and foolish pride go to his head Then there appeared one night A hand by the candlelight And it wrote a note and this is what it said King of Babylon, bow your knees The writing's on the wall Your kingdom's days are numbered And it's just about to fall your gods of silver, bronze, and gold can't save your soul at all. So, King, you better sing some praise to heaven. The writing's on the wall.
made to see. Greed has turned your wicked heart to stone. And if you don't change your ways, well, you're gonna find someday your soul's worth more than everything you own. King of Babylon, bow your knees. The writing's on the wall. Your kingdom's days are numbered, and it's just about to fall. Your gods of silver, bronze, and gold can't save your soul at all. So, King, you better sing some praise to heaven. The writing's on the wall. Welcome back, guys. That was Downing Family with King of Babylon here on Faith FM. Something to start us up for the day there, Mon. What have you got for the next clue for the quiz? Yes, get your brains kicking. I know it's Monday, but it's time to figure out this breakfast Bible quiz. Clue number two for this What Am I quiz is this. Noah built one of these. Noah built one of these. Give me a call if you know the answer. one 800 is the number. You know what? If you... Anyway, I'm just going to say anything. <laughs> you still got that green stuff stuck in your throat, <coughs> don't you? I still got that green stuff stuck in my it's, throat. It's, it's still... I've, it has a texture, doesn't it? It's uh, like a gritty yep. cloudiness uh, it's like, to it. it it's like a dusty. Like it's like a dusty kind of... Yeah, anyway. It's like drinking mud. Green mud. Slime <laughs> off the bottom of a... Yeah. Yeah. Stagnant sludge. pond. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so new um, uh, four new records made uh, a couple of days ago. Oh, really? Um, weightlifting records. Really? Um, yes. Um, four new women's weightlifting records set in one day. Wow. And okay. this one person won nine out of nine events. What? Uh, yes, that's pretty. That's, that's, that's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. But of course, um, what was actually happening was that they were won by, and the records were set, and the uh, um, the, the the events were won by a biological male. So now I want to think about this for a moment. Let's, 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 so let's, angry. Okay, let me think. I want you to think about this because here you're dealing with people who have gender dysphoria are some of the most fragile people in society. We know that. Mm-hmm. They have the highest suicide rate. They have a higher suicide rate of uh, of any portion of our society, either now or in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a higher suicide rate than Jews in the Warsaw Ghetto in Germany. Wow, okay. Um, and so, you know, we know that we're dealing with incredibly fragile people here. 
And what you're doing by allowing this kind of a competition to take place is you are placing them in a position where they are suddenly going to be thrust into the limelight, not just the limelight of competition, but the limelight of controversy. A negative limelight for sure. An incredibly negative limelight. And I'm thinking this is the worst kind of abuse that you can pass out to a trans person because you are placing them into a position where, you know, half of the world is just going to get up in arms, probably 90% of the world is going to get up in arms and go, this was just the most, you know, the, the worst idea possible. This is another form of cheating. This is, you know, they're going to be accused of everything under the sun. Yeah. And I- and of course, this was a this was a person who had only just, um, you know, transferred to to being a woman, and so it it then what it does is it opens the door for gender cheating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where you can just like, well, I can't win. I'm never going to win. I'm never going to accomplish anything as a male. So I'll just um, classify myself as a female and compete in female sports, and um, you know, I, I, I can win there. Is this the same guy who who uh, crushed a woman's skull? No, that was uh, quite some years ago. Okay, and that was a mixed martial artist. Um, same kind of concept, though. You know, fighting a male against you know biological male against biological female, and in a woman's competition. In a woman's competition, and just about killed this woman. Yeah. It- yeah, it makes me so angry. It makes you know, me the, so angry because it's, it's unsafe. The only, it's the only. It's the only sport. In, it's, it's the only. It's the only. It's the only environment in the world where you are allowed to fight, allowed to hit a woman. But not only are you allowed to hit a woman, you get applauded for it. You get paid for it, um, and you don't go to jail for it. Yeah, it, it, you you know, get a when for I it. saw that, I thought, you know, this isn't sport. This is actually abuse. And, oh, it's terrible and the, abuse. And the system has absolutely let, let that woman down by letting this, <laughs> this guy compete as a woman. Like, they need to have stricter rules. They need to say, you will compete in the, in the gender category that you were born as, irrespective of how it is that you identify now. Because biologically, irrespective of whether or not you feel like a woman or you look like a woman now, the fact is you still have the strength of a man. Of course. You can absolutely. never sap your strength. At how, like, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Like, you've, if you've trained your body, you will have the same capabilities as a guy. You know, you've got, men that, just you've got that added bone mass. You've got that added muscle mass. You've got all of that that a woman will never have. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and it's, not, it's not some sort of, like, gender negativity down on women about them. But men carry more strength in their upper body. Women carry their strength down in their lower body. That's where it's just proportioned. And to, to pit two different biological genders against each other, claiming it's the same is just absolutely yeah. absurd. The reason that we've had you know, men's and women's sports, obviously, is because of the biological difference between men and women, and uh, sports should be separated on biology, not on... Yeah, uh, to keep it fair. Yeah, absolutely. Because otherwise, <coughs> no woman will ever win anything ever again. That's so, the end of the story. That's right, absolutely. That's the end and, of the and, story. This is, and this is some of the observations that are being made. Uh, Kelly Holmes, um, 2004 uh, gold medal winner, said, you know, this is a joke. Um, and all and and getting ready for biological women to boycott uh, biology boycott certain events. Yep. Um, she goes on to say um, she she's concerned about the backlash and abuse that the trans community will get from spectators, mm. and she says 
it will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you think it's about it. If you, if, you go, if you go to a you know a weightlifting event, I want to go to a weightlifting event to see the best of the best within their gender. Yeah, that's it. And you know, you you, you cheer and you hoot and you holler and, and and make a whole bunch of noise when somebody you know breaks a world record and accomplishes something that's absolutely amazing and outstanding. But if it's a man, it suddenly becomes meaningless. I'd just get up and walk out. I don't know how the sporting. And, and of course, then if you're the if you're the trans person who's already so vulnerable. You know, and half the congregation, half of the audience walks out. Then isn't isn't this just an, a, a allowing another form of abuse? I don't understand how the the sporting institute behind this can think that this is going to be good for 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 money because all sport is dead or alive based on whether or not they can get any money in, which is yeah. done purely through the spectators and the people watching. Right? I'm not going to pay any money. I'm not going to invest any of my time into watching a sport where, like, it's a foregone conclusion. It's not the fun of a sport, is it? Yep. Well, exactly Beth, what you just Beth, said. You, you want Beth to watch... Stelzer, um, founder of uh, Save Women's Sports, has come out and said this is the end of women's sports. It is. It's, it's exactly what it is. Yep. Um, it's, 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 it's no longer become relevant. Just give it a few years and there'll be no woman anywhere holding any... No biologically born woman anywhere holding any kind of a record. It's like... It's the end of, it's the end of sport. Like, why bother even? Yeah. I mean, they need to remove gender from sport altogether if I was, and just if run I it was by an athlete, If I was an athlete, if I was a, uh, an athlete and I was like, into that mixed martial arts, you know, I'd feel pretty confident that through my training and, and through my hard work that I might have a fighting chance at winning a fight. But if I knew that I was coming up against that guy who crushed that woman's skull, I, I literally wouldn't even enter the ring. No. Because for one thing, I'd want to stay alive. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and you don't want to be fighting against somebody who is uh, a potential gender cheater. Yeah, exactly. It's just what it is. But you just need to call it what it is, and I think it's cheating. I think it's absolutely cheating. Anyway, we need to be particularly sensitive to uh, people who start struggling with gender dysphoria, and this is not a way of being sensitive to them. This is a way of placing them in a position where they are going to cop, cop way, way, yeah. way. You, you, I mean, you look at the Twitter feeds and the, you know, the, the comment that is going around on social media. This person who won these records has to now deal with that. Yeah. You know, you you imagine would, what yeah, that I is just, going to do just, to somebody who is in such a, a vulnerable position. I would never position. acknowledge or recognize if someone, you know, someone who claims to have hold a, held a no, record, I wouldn't yeah. acknowledge it. I, you know, maybe we can create a third space, a space in, you know, And sports, that's what some people are suggesting. Yeah, for people who have trans, gender dysmorphia, they can, they can, you know, play in this arena. And compete against each other as much as they like, and that would and that would make a whole lot more sense. Or just or just remove gender from sports altogether, and just define the competitions by chromosome XX and YY. Problem solved. That's great. I love that XXYY. I'm. Do you know what? I'm, just remove I'm gender. All for that. Gender XXYY. gone. XXYY. XXYY. Yep. Problem solved. Anyway, because that would make it. Uh, that would make it. Uh, you know, because then you could have. Uh, you know. Anyway. You can't, I really, argue, can't really argue All right, with another story real quick. I've got one minute left. I do want to share this story with you. Coming out of Sri Lanka, um, Roman Catholic churches remain closed um, and mass is being led by the, uh, the Archbishop of Sri Lanka who is um, televising it and streaming it from um, a very small location with a limited number of people in it. Um, the only place that mass actually took place was at St. Anthony's Church, which was the site of the worst of the bomb blasts that went off. And, of course, this is as a result of continued intelligence that is coming forward that there were a number of bombers um, who are still at large, who are still out there, 
um, and are still planning attacks if they can pull those off. Um, schools, of course, were put into uh, were given early school holidays. Smart move by the Sri Lankans. Mm, yep. Um, just like, yep, we're having our holidays early. They are now starting to reopen um, on a staged basis as they are searched and cleared for bombs. Uh, but Roman Catholic, Church, uh, Roman Catholic Church schools um, are staying closed for the foreseeable future. And uh, yes, this is what have we got coming up now? The Harper, Harper family. family. The note was clear. The price was high. Sin was found, and I must die unless by grace. Christ was paid, and at his feet the note was laid. My hope was gone, how could it be that a sinless life could ransom me? Well, I was not worth. It would cost And would this king pay For the lost And what great love That Christ my king Would give himself To set me free He traded heaven For sinners Ransom was paid for me well, My chains are gone And I am free Jesus paid My debt for me Well I'm so amazed And by His sweet grace That the King of himself to set me free he traded heaven for sinners plea a king's ransom was paid for me and what great love that Christ my king would give himself to set me free For he traded heaven For a sinner's plea A king's ransom was paid for me For he traded heaven Just for me A king's ransom was paid for me
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. And joining me here in the tent studio to record this piece at Big Camp is Ali and Leighton. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Super excited to have you here on the show, and uh, of course you can hear the birds in the background, so that means that uh, we are definitely at Big Camp while we're recording this piece, and I am also super excited because you are both holding guitars. Does that mean we're going to have some music at some stage? This yes. is true. This is a thing. This is this is a thing. That's what I like to hear. It, uh, it's, it's, it's something a little bit new for us having um, some live studio music, but we've done this will be the third time we've done it at Big Camp, so... Awesome. Um, amazing. Now, Ali and Leighton, I thought I might just um, talk to you both a little bit about your personal journey of faith. Tell us who you are, where you come from, all that kind of stuff. Leighton, I'll start with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how is it that you know Jesus today? Um, I grew up in a pastor's family, and so we spoke about Jesus, and I heard Dad and Mom ministering Jesus to people all over the show in Australia and in America um, where I spent some time as well but to get specific the reason I know Jesus is because of a man named Ruben Escalante my youth pastor who um, took an interest in me pastor's kid getting a little rough and ragged on the edges of church life and he kind of just handed me a bass guitar one day and said you need to play tonight and have, had you okay? You need to play tonight. So, so you obviously knew how to play the guitar before that. A little bit, yeah, a little, little bit of knowledge. But he, he was just pushing me hard. He's like, "You're going to play. I'm going to mentor you." And it was terrible. I played terribly. That <laughs> how but, old uh, were you? I was twelve. Fantastic. Yeah. So, Ruben, if you're listening. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Praise God. <laughs> Can we send him the tracks? Yeah. He lives in California. We'll, we'll send him a link or whatever. Sure, sure. But you yeah. come from a musical family, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, does that mean that you were just born with uh, this kind of... You just, just got up there that <laughs> night and were a little bit terrible, but then just grew into it? On the me? day I was born, I walked to the piano. No, nah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. You've got to... You kind of lock yourself away. We were talking about it on the way over here. Like, mm. um, I was raised on the piano where you did like hours of practicing every day, every day, every day. And unless you keep doing that, you kind of start to lose it. We've been in through a season where we've been doing a lot of parenting and um, not so much music. Yeah, and so practicing. last night when we performed over here in Connections at Big Camp, it was a little rough and we were like, oh, we need to spend some more hours. Because you've got you to gotta actually invest, right, in what sure. God puts in your hand. Yeah. I love what you say about your youth pastor taking an interest in you and showing some mentorship because really mentorship of young people is so powerful. Um, And, you know, if you're a listener today and you're attending a church and maybe you're feeling disconnected from the young people, don't be afraid to, you know, to just to jump right in there and connect with those young people. Be a mentor to them. Mm. Give them opportunities. Here you've got a 12-year-old. He's been handed a guitar. He's yeah. been given an opportunity. It was terrible. I'm sure that uh, <laughs> the people didn't care because, yeah. you know, you're, you're out there um, doing yeah. something for Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did it grow, for, grow to from there? Because, I mean, that's a start. Um, yeah, so I caught this vision that you can be a creative, an artist, a musician, a, a maker, and Jesus needs people like that to reach others for him. And that was really exciting for me. That's kind of my makeup, a bit of a creative and a, uh, an artist of sorts. 
And that's um, following the footsteps of Jesus, isn't it? I mean, you look at what everything that is around us right now, mm. um, everything that has been created is extravagant artistry. Mm. It's just extravagant, mm. extravagant creativity. And when we as human beings are creative, we are expressing the fact that we were created in the image of God. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And we get to kind of live out his divine life through our creating as well. And he's like right there with us doing that. So I, I, you asked the question, where, where, how did it grow from there? Well, every, every other significant milestone in my life is around God meeting me in a creative moment. Um, and it's not always like butterflies and sunshine. Like creativity can be costly as well. It can be painful as well. But God's just been there in all those different cycles and seasons of my my growth with Him. Has that mm. been primarily through music? A lot of the time, yeah. Um, but music is often just the vehicle that um, the the big ideas about Jesus have come have come to me through, you know, different worship songs or different like special like our friend Melissa Otto just dropping these theological. Jesus bombs into their life (laughs) and they just go and then you kind of just spend hours chatting it through and unpacking it and yeah that's awesome we we love playing her music here on Faith FM as well yeah Um, Ali let let me come to you for a moment Um, tell me about your background what kind of a family did you grow up in well I also grew up in a pastor's family Okay, um, so you guys, you guys sort of you you know the whole scene then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And 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 was were, were your parents musical as well? Yeah, my dad, um, especially my dad was more kind of folk style, a different style to um, Leighton's dad. Um, my dad also played the piano, but he really loved folk, and we used to sing as a family. Actually, um, we used to travel around to a lot of the country churches where my dad would preach, and we would would basically take the whole service and sing a bunch of songs, practicing in our van on the way. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That sounds like a heap of fun. Yeah, it was. So you're both, you're, you're both BK's, pastors, kids. You both come from musical families. I think you guys were just made to be together. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and how did you get to know Jesus for yourself? Um, for myself, well, probably the foundation of my getting to know Jesus was having family worship at home um so my dad was a pastor and yeah we would we would do a lot of stuff at church but my own personal journey was formed at home um in those worships every night um dad and mum would mostly read to us just from the bible they just wanted us to know the stories and we'd sing on especially on friday nights and saturday nights when we'd bring in sabbath and and um, say goodbye to sabbath we'd sing together um and when I was 14, I was baptised, and I remember my mum gave me a Bible, and she said, this is for you now. You read this. You can read it every night. Just read a little bit, and um, you'll get to know Jesus. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. So, um, so, so Leighton can pinpoint a spot where, you know, a youth pastor walked into his life, handed him a guitar, and it all changed from there. Can you pinpoint a spot like that as well? Was that when you were 14, or is it... Uh, Probably when I was 19, I went to England to be a um, youth and music volunteer at a church over there and didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I just felt like God was pushing me there. And there was a pastor, Jafet de Oliveira, and he just believed in me. And 
that was really crazy because I'm the youngest of five. So usually I was just following along with whatever was going on. But um, I had no family around me there and he gave me things to do I never thought I'd be able to do. said, you know, lead these people, do this stuff. And, um, yeah, that really grew me. And I thought, oh, I might be able to do my own thing for Jesus too, not just follow after my family. So. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. No, that's amazing. And, 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 and it's interesting just how many parallels there are between you guys' story. I mean, I've not heard either of these stories mm. before, but so many parallels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell us about the uh, album that you guys have. Okay, the one we did. We did, <laughs> <laughs> we did an album in t- 2009. 2009. We had two small kids and um, a bunch of songs. We had some friends who heard us just playing our songs at home. And we'd never really considered what we needed to do with them. It wasn't really in our culture to to record yet. Sure. And um, they heard them and they said, you've got to record these songs. So just having someone to believe in you is so big. Just someone to suggest that. So we went and recorded. It's like a full-on theme in our lives. I'm listening to you and going, people keep (laughs) bringing ideas to us or a guitar. You guys should really do an album. It's all about encouragement, I think. And so when Joe and Lake Darby, like shout out to them, said, got to do your album. How can we help you make it happen? So we did some fundraising. I think we did a concert here at Big Camp with some of those songs and then we ended up recording them. They're all kind of themed around parenting and we were just young parents at the time and little kids. Mm. So it's called Year of the Home and it was about, we made this decision that year to make home a place awesome to be and to kind of commit to parenting and being at home, being Mm. present at home because we were young adults and we were all like going to go change the world and travel to here, there and everywhere and but we made this commitment, no, we've got kids now, let's commit to our year of the home. Yeah. And the songs were kind of born out of that fantastic season. Mm. Yeah. Has um has recording become easier? Um, newer technology, all of that kind of thing. Um, oh, it definitely has now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I think back through um you know, scratch the memory banks to back when you used to, when you when you recorded something you used to uh, you used to make you know a, a, a record. Um, it's surely got to be easier than, and easier now and because you, you you're on this new um, album that uh, Carly Fletcher's pulled together. Yes, um, which is called um, For Such a Time. Amazing album. We were we we we've had uh, Carly here on the show to talk about it and awesome. um, the choir. We featured the choir. Awesome. Yeah, did they shout sing? out? They, they, did they, they, they came. They came into the tent studio <laughs> right yes, here. They did. We packed them. We packed them in be, behind the microphones, and they sang. It was just. I hope they distorted your microphones and just <laughs> yeah, yeah, generally yeah. peaked everything out. Because <laughs> oh. they, they're amazing. They're just amazing. There's so much energy and just like. Yeah, oh. Re- recording is definitely easier, especially the guy we're working with, Reese Zacker, at Spinlight Studios in Newcastle. Yeah. He's um, real easy to work with. He's real, like the next gen of engineers are like, like listeners, I'm clicking my fingers, I don't know if you can hear it, but he's so fast with his recording and editing. Like even when we're listening back, he's already editing and doing some of the the production time that he's got to spend as we're listening back and mm. he's very efficient and very so clever. Fast. Yeah. Very creative. No, that's amazing. Praise God. Now, Ali, you have a very famous brother. Who we oh, often yes. hear from, um, <laughs> in fact, your brother is on Faith FM at least once a month. 
Right. So oh, wow. uh, that would be Kent, yes. if I'm correct. Yes, that's my oldest. He's brother. your oldest brother. So you're the youngest I'm of the, the family. Youngest. He's the oldest yes, of the family. And there's three in the middle. Okay, so we need to get the other, find the other three, maybe exactly. just to complete the whole family <laughs> here on Faith whole FM. Story. They're all doing their own <laughs> ministries everywhere, so yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, I'm wondering, um, we just got a little bit of time left, but you're both sitting there holding a guitar, so it would be super disappointing if we didn't hear something from you guys. Um, what would you like to share with us today? Um, so this is a song that we sing, we wrote it just quickly one Friday night to bring in the Sabbath um, there's three candles we like to light when Sabbath comes. The first candle represents the fact that God created us. He's our creator. The second candle represents the fact that he died to save us when we messed everything up. And the third candle represents the fact that we've got hope and he's going to come back and make all things new again. Nice. Um, so the, the song, we call it Sabbath song, but it's about that. Yeah, fantastic. I'll just hand it over to you guys. These, these mics are just going to pick us up. Oh, they, it, it'll just do what it does. See how it goes. Because your mics are amazing. Go. Go. Yeah. Coming back to take us home He made us, He saved us He's coming back to take us home Jesus, you are welcome in this place Father, you are welcome in this space. Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with grace. In this palace of time and He's coming back to take us home Made us, He saved us He's coming back to take us home Jesus, you are welcome in this place Father, you are welcome in this space Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with grace In this palace of time and space In this palace of time and space 
sensational, guys. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> um, no that worries. was that was really amazing. I understand that you've got another album planned. Yep, we do. We've been just recording once a month, committing to get to the studio once a month for a day because we both work. Um, so. We find a Sunday, we get babysitters, sometimes we take our kids and um, we get a song down a month and we're, we're five songs down. Mm-hmm. Five songs down? Okay, <laughs> so can't wait for that album to come out and of course as soon as it comes out we will be letting you know here on Faith FM we might even try and see if we can get some to give away as a part of our, uh, our giveaways for the, today but thank you so much for joining us today. Leighton and Ali. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks so much. We're going to be back uh, right after this song break right now. We've got uh, this song followed by the 8 o'clock news and then Encounter with God. You're listening to Faith FM.
You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. I love to tell the story. Twill be my theme in glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus and His love, of Jesus and His love, His love, His love, love of Jesus and 